Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the NSN Shift Support Podcast. Happy Friday. Um, I know in the nurse world, Fridays are not always Fridays, so if this is your Monday, I'm sorry, but I hope you have a great weekend. I hope that your shifts go well, but I have been working in some capacity every day since last Monday. Not like the Monday we just had, but like I don't even know the date, last Monday, um, because I worked a lot trying to help out, and then I was on call, and then I've had to work in some capacity. I've seen a patient every day this week, and then also charting and all that fun. So, all that is a long-winded way of saying I am so thankful it's the weekend. Um, I, am ho- I have a busy day um, Friday tomorrow for me, but when you're listening to this, it will be today. Um, I am seeing three or four regular patients and then a new admit. And the new admit is a little bit of a drive for me. So it'll be a busy day, but I plan to come home, make myself a nice hot, hot cup of tea, finish my charting, and then enjoy my weekend. So very excited about that. I thought we would take some time to talk about seasonal affective disorder or SAD or seasonal depression, whatever you want to call it. Um, I feel kind of bad because I keep, you know, watching Instagram stories or TikToks or reading Facebook posts or even talking to my friends and family who don't live in Florida and the weather has been really rough for everybody. Um, it's been cold. It's been rainy. It's been gray. It's been snowing. Um, and then I know this weekend, I think there's like record lows or something going across the country. I know there's a giant cold front going through either way. And um, like I said, I kind of feel bad saying this, but it's been gorgeous weather all week in Florida, like 70s, 80s. I've walked Declan outside every single day. I just walked him at 9 p.m in a t-shirt and was comfortable because it's like 70 degrees outside. So um, if you're looking for a way to warm up, definitely come to Florida. Um, We got sunshine right now. I even know like um, I have a nurse that I have talked to um, in Texas that said they had like icy roads and things. So um, just want to say, please stay safe. Be careful driving. Um, I know we have to still, you know, go into work a lot of times and such when it's snowy or icy. But just remember, um, no job is worth your life, so just please be careful. Take care of yourself. Um, But just all this cold weather and everything just kind of got me thinking about seasonal affective disorder um, and some of the struggles I've had with it. And I know other people in my family and my friends have had with it. And I kind of feel like... By the end of January, early February, if I'm living not in Florida, I really start to kind of get that feeling like, okay, I'm really ready for spring. These short days suck. This cold weather sucks. Like, I want to be able to be outside and enjoy sunshine. And honestly, even in Florida, um, I do think the warm weather really helps. But the days are still short. And I feel like I'm really affected by it getting dark early and not having as much sunlight. Um, so I still can totally um, relate to the effects of sad. 
but so seasonal affective disorder with an A, sad, seasonal depression, like I said, whatever you want to call it, is um, basically a form of depression triggered by changes in daylight and weather that occur primarily in winter. So typically from what I've read, I listened to some podcasts on this, um, read some articles and everything I've read, it kind of says, you know, it kind of slowly kind of creeps up on you a lot of times starting in the fall you'll start to have some signs symptoms and then by winter you know you may be in full-blown depression um or you know uh winter blues maybe so like one in 20 people or so actually have the clinical diagnosis of sad and one psychologist said that pretty much if you have actual sad that's something that you would go to the doctor and seek out help for Um, Now, I'm kind of 50-50 on that thought process because I know there's a lot of people with mental health that either the mental health um, illness keeps them from seeking out help or they're embarrassed or they don't even really realize that it's something that they should seek out help for. But generally, he said, you know, about 1 in 20 people actually have SAD or seasonal depression, but up to 20 to 30 percent of people have winter blues which is like a mild form of seasonal depression and honestly I think that number is probably higher because I know you know a small group of people who aren't affected by the winter at all and I do know some people that love the winter they don't mind it being dark they like kind of being able to hibernate um which I kind of like to hibernate too but not in a healthy way so they're not totally sure what causes sad But they think it has to do with your body's circadian rhythm kind of being interrupted because the daylight hours are so short and some people are more affected by less daylight. They're more sensitive to light, in other words. So they need more light to um, make hormones like serotonin and they um, they might make too much melatonin when it's dark. So that can really, you know, mess with your sleep, your mood your general well-being. So some signs of symptoms of SAD are going to be feeling depression. So, you know, depressed feelings that happen most of the day, every day. Um, Increased tiredness, low energy, um, lack of interest in activities you might enjoy, changes in appetite or weight gain, and sleeping too much. So again, pretty much, um, pretty much the same signs and symptoms of depression. This is just happening at a cyclical, you know, certain season of time. And people with depression and bipolar actually are at a higher risk of seasonal depression. So you can have, you know, um, just, you know, major depression disorder or generalized depression, clinical depression, whatever you want to call it, or bipolar Um, I'm sure other mood disorders probably could be thrown in there as well and still have seasonal depression. So I feel like I've um, pretty much, you know, I've had clinical depression most of my adult life. I haven't always been like actively depressed, but it's been a diagnosis for me. But I know, especially when I lived in Ohio, my teenage years, and when I would be in South Carolina, and we would always in January and February would get really gray for a while and kind of cold and it wasn't nearly as bad as Ohio and we didn't get snow like Ohio but the days were short especially when I was working night shifts I was like never seeing the sun except when I was driving home um it would really um I would really start just wanting to 
sleep a lot. Um, I wouldn't really be interested in going out and doing anything or doing any hobbies or anything that brought me joy. I would kind of crave a lot of carbs and things. I didn't want to eat a lot of vegetables or anything. So basically signs of general depression. But I have noticed that once we change the clocks, which is part of the reason I wish we would never change the clocks. But once we change the clocks and the weather starts changing, that it really starts to affect me. And if you can hear my dishwasher in the background, I apologize. But I really need my Tupperware for work tomorrow, so we're going with it. And I need to pack my lunch before tomorrow morning because if not, I will have a stress-induced meltdown. I just know it. So, prepping for success here. Sorry, that was random. Yeah, so basically you start having signs and symptoms of depression and it's going to be around wintertime. And if you notice it happens every winter, then that's a you know pretty key sign that you do have seasonal affective disorder. Um, there is things that we can do, whether you feel you have SAD, you have an actual diagnosis of SAD, you just have winter blues, or you're just like, yeah, I'm to the point where I feel like I haven't seen the sun very much, it's getting hard to get out of bed, and I'm just ready for spring. So I just want to go ahead and preface this, just like we say um, for every episode, it's in our disclaimer in our show notes, but this is just informational content. It's not medical advice. It's not nursing advice. Um, I'm not a doctor, not your nurse. I'm not prescribing or recommending anything for you. This is just general education. So one thing that I feel like is becoming more and more popular, and maybe it's not more popular, but maybe social media is just letting me see people, um, is using light therapy. So you can actually buy a phototherapy box. Um, I've read some things where they're like, go ahead and buy one and try it. Some things that say talk to a doctor. Obviously, if you think you might have SAD or Winter Blues or you need some help with any, you know, type of mental health thing, please uh, reach out to a professional again. But um, the light therapy, I do know a person personally who uses the light therapy and they said that they feel like it really helps. They use it for an hour every morning. They get up, they drink their coffee. They sit in front of the light, something I've definitely thought about using, although I feel like I don't need it quite as much in Florida. But if I was in South Carolina or Ohio, I definitely would consider using it. But definitely um, make sure you're following the instructions for it, you know, set it up as it's recommended. And But the biggest thing I think is you really want to do it within the first hour after you wake up because that's really going to kind of help let it know that morning's here. We don't need to lay in bed all day today. It's time to get up and moving Um, because, like I said, they think a large issue with SAD is disruption in your circadian rhythm, which is just our natural flow throughout the day. You know, waking up, being awake during the day, sleeping at night. So making sure that we get that sunlight and that kind of stimulation to our brain that it's time to wake up in the morning can definitely help with SAD symptoms. Um, Another one is another uh, tip or activity to try to help with SAD I read about was doing social activities, which as someone with social anxiety, I get how hard that can be. And then some of, you know, there's still a pandemic going on and the flu numbers are up and RSV is up. But even if you maybe plan a 15 minute FaceTime chat with somebody or you meet someone outside to go for a walk, 
um, at a local park or something, that would be a great idea. If you do like to go to the gym, if you had a friend that you wanted to go with you, maybe go get a cup of coffee with a friend. You know, it doesn't have to be super long and it doesn't have to be really in depth, but just getting, having some type of social interaction can really help and making yourself stick to plans can also help because it's so easy to cancel plans when you're feeling depressed and down, but trying to keep those plans and stay on some type of schedule can really help. Another one, which we hear all the time with anything with our mental health, whether it's mental illness or just managing our general mental health, is to get moving. Um, as someone with long-haul symptoms from COVID that has had some problems with um, any type of exercise and fatigue, and chronic illness, I know that that is not always as easy as people make it out to be. But you don't have to go run a marathon. You don't have to go to the gym if that's not something you like. But um, try to, you know, take a walk around the block. And if that's too much, just walk out to the mailbox and back. Yoga, I have found, is really good for my mental health and my body. It gets me moving. It's a form of exercise that's not as strenuous. It doesn't hurt my joints as bad. It doesn't leave me quite as sore, although I still can be sore after a yoga session because it's not easy by any means. So uh, YouTube is a great place. There are so many free videos for, you know, um, I usually look for something like gentle yoga or like sleep yoga, something like that, that isn't going to be quite as strenuous but it's still a good way to move your body. It helps you connect to your body. Um, there is also a breathing and a um, mind-body connection component to yoga, which I think would be really good for SAD. It definitely has helped with my depression symptoms. But just being mindful to try to do something active, even if it's just, you know, 10 jumping jacks in your living room, get your body moving, and that can really also help with your seasonal affective disorder. Um, obviously trying to expose yourself to sunshine is um, helpful. So obviously um, if you want to try the phototherapy light, especially if you live somewhere that's more on the gray gloomy side, you don't see sunshine as much. Maybe it's cold a lot. I think that's great. Um, and I definitely would, you know, encourage you to look into doing that. Maybe talk to your doctor about it. But I also think um, something that we sometimes forget about is just because it's cold outside doesn't mean you can't enjoy the sunshine. So go sit near a window. Um, maybe if you work from home, try to set your work area closer to a window. If you're studying, find a table near a window. Um, for example, we have some pretty big um, windows near the couch that I usually sit on in the morning. So I will wake up I'll open all the windows, which makes Declan, my dog, happy. And then I will sit there and sip coffee. So I'm getting in some sunshine. I find it helps me to wake up in the morning. And it's just a good way to start your day. So um, be mindful that you can get sunshine, even if it's cold. Um, you can get vitamin D, even if it's cloudy. So try to put yourself in a window or... Like I said, step outside, take a little walk around the block, do something to get outside or get some sunshine in as well. Another great way to help with SAD is taking the time to talk to somebody. So maybe that will be a family member or a friend. 
um, a therapist is always a great option. But I also would love to use this time to give a little plug to our NSN peer support group. It is open to any nurse, nursing student, or CNA, nursing assistant, um, PCT, whatever you go by, that is interested in having a place to come and share your thoughts, feelings amongst a group of your peers who really are going to understand what you're going through. And while SAD may not be directly related to nursing, we talk a lot about mental health in this group. We have people that have gone through struggles with their mental health, and it's just a great place to come and have a safe space, a confidential space to share among people who understand what you're going through. And to a lot of times they'll give really great feedback about things that they've tried that have worked for them. So I would really love to have you join us if that's something you think you would be interested in. And you can find the link to sign up in the show notes. It is complimentary. We do accept we do accept contributions to help pay for things for NSN, but it is a con- complimentary group. So we would love to have you. And then, of course, I want to point out that if you are still struggling after trying some more holistic ways of treating SAD, if it's affecting your everyday life, please, please reach out for help. Um, antidepressants can be prescribed for SAD. Therapy can be used for SAD. There are definitely a variety of treatment options and help is available. So please reach out if you feel like you need more than just the holistic approach, like I said. Remember that depression doesn't typically come on in a day. All your symptoms and the symptoms aren't going to go away in a day as well. So be patient, be kind to yourself, show yourself grace as you work through this. Even if you don't have sad, if it's some winter blues, you know, just remember that better days are ahead, longer days are ahead, spring is coming, and things will get better. If you want someone to talk to, if group doesn't feel right for you, our peer support group, please reach out to me on Instagram. Like I said, I am passionate about mental health and wellness and mental illness, and I feel like we should all have a safe place to be able to talk about these things. So I am here. If you need to talk, please reach out via Instagram, or you can also find my email on the website. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. It was great having you here. I hope you learned something about seasonal affective disorder or winter blues. I really encourage you to try out some of these tips to see if it can help. Even if you're not, like I said, full on sad or seasonal depression or even winter blues, but if you just find yourself in a funk or you want to work on your mental health or maybe you're doing really, really well and you want to continue to do really, really well with your mental health, I think all of these are just great ideas to help with your overall mental health and wellness and I think it's things that we should all be doing. All the time, really, but especially in the winter when days are short and times can be tough. Before I leave you, I, of course, will be giving you an affirmation for your shift ahead. I thought this affirmation went really well with our topic for today. The affirmation is, 
No matter how dark it is, I hold light within me. No matter how dark it is, I hold light within me. I hope you have a wonderful shift. Everyone, please stay safe this weekend, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye.